SBR, the People's Pod, giving you unfiltered and unqualified content every single week. I'm Cliff. He's Joe. Welcome back, everybody. What's up, everyone? I feel like Giannis. <laughs> I'm just like screaming so, everywhere I go. You're so pumped right now. Everywhere I go, I'm just screaming. Yeah! <laughs> Joe, we have a success. We are the 19th best podcast in Sweden, baby. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Thank you, Sweden. Welcome. Welcome. It's good to have you with us. The Nets open as the favorites for next year's NBA title. The NFL is enforcing penalties for unvaccinated COVID cases. And DeAndre Hopkins is like, what? Wow. wow. I got to get vaccinated now? <laughs> <laughs> but we got to start and we got to talk about the NBA champions, the Milwaukee Bucks. And in one of the best NBA Finals in recent history, the Bucks beat the Suns in Game 6, winning the final four games in a row. Crazy. And the Bucks have ended their 50-year championship drought behind the Herculean effort from the Finals MVP, Giannis, who dropped 50 points. And then Giannis went to Chick-fil-A and got 50 <laughs> nuggets. That's the magic number. Fitty, fitty, fitty. And now every player on that Bucks team is a one-time, first-time NBA champion. Oh, it feels so good. Joe, let's do it all day or cray-cray style. We got to talk about him. Giannis Antetokounmpo, all day or cray-cray, he is the best player in the NBA. It feels wrong. <laughs> it feels wrong to say cray-cray. <laughs> <laughs> because clearly we just saw him. Have a ridiculous finals. He had a great. Ridiculous. He had a great whole playoff run. I mean, he was, he was thirty, thirteen, and five throughout the playoffs. Mm. That is just that is that's insane. monstrous. That's one monstrous. steal, one block. He shot fifty-seven percent throughout the playoffs. Now he did shoot nineteen percent from three, <laughs> which is really bad. Uh, but I mean, he was amazing, particularly defensively. Yeah. He was amazing defensively throughout this f playoff run. And, I mean, all props to him. You know, you just mentioned he had a crazy game six closeout game. He even shot well from the line. I don't know the exact yeah. numbers, but he, he was, like, not missing Gian from the free throw Giannis line was down the 50, stretch. 14 to five blocks five on 64% shooting from the, uh, from the field and 90% from the free throw line, <laughs> 17 for 19. I mean, that was crazy. He was not the player to foul down the stretch. Other guys were missing. Yeah. He was hitting everything. Connaughton, he was choking so bad. <laughs> Dude, Connaughton, he was the guy to foul. But, um, I mean, all props to Giannis. However, unfortunately, I still have to give the number one player to Kevin Durant. I mean, after what we saw from KD. The Slim and KD, Reaper. I mean, it was just, he was unbelievable. And KD, his numbers for the playoffs this season, 34, 9, 4.5 assists, 1.5 steals, 1.6 blocks. Throughout the whole playoffs, 51% from the field, 40% from three. Jeez. 87% from the line. So, I mean, I, I, the thing about KD is he has no weaknesses. Mm -hmm. KD has no weaknesses. He just played with... On the probably court. the worst, the worst coach in the playoffs. <laughs> probably, like if we're, I'm not sure, but if you go through all the, I think Steve Nash was the worst coach in the play in the entire playoffs. Uh, and then he lost his two best players on his team. You know, on a team that was kind of 
notoriously not deep. And they had a lot of chemistry issues because they weren't able to play together. And still, he almost beat the eventual champs basically by himself when James Harden was like, nah, dude, I don't want to shoot. Like, I really don't want to do anything. And so uh, it's tough because of all the circumstantial things that happened. Uh, the Bucks, you know, they got lucky in that regard. I mean, full credit to them. No asterisk on this championship or anything like that. But in terms of whether Giannis is better than KD, I just that question to me still remains. And so I have to give it to KD right now. But I still think Giannis is the second best player in the NBA. And he's amazing. I mean, he deserves full credit. Organically built Milwaukee Bucks team went all in on their star and their star went all in on him. And Mm. I think this is the first instance of a champion that came from a Supermax deal. I think mm. he's the first of the Supermax. What's also cool, Middleton and Giannis, they played together way when he started, long ago. <laughs> and that first season, they won 15 games. <laughs> 15 oh games gosh. that season. <laughs> they won 16 games in this playoffs to be NBA champions. <laughs> That's and crazy. now look at Giannis's hardware. NBA champ. Two-time MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Finals MVP. The only single person that can match that hardware for hardware is Michael Jeffrey Jordan. That's Mm. it. What a G. What a G. But you know what? I agree with you. It's cray-cray because I don't think he's the best player in the NBA. But I do believe he is the most important player for his team. Hmm. But I also think he's the second best player in the NBA because Kevin Durant, my God, no weaknesses. His only weakness is the freaking shade that he throws everywhere. (laughs) He can't stop, man. He can't can't stop. stop. He's like a big cloud in front of the sun. Just shade everywhere. That's what the Slim Reaper does. You know, he creates a big shadow. (laughs) Throws a lot of shade at people. See, that's the thing with KD, right? When you look at KD on the court, you're like, you can't do anything else. Yeah. (laughs) You are maximizing every possession that you're in. And not to say that Giannis doesn't do that. He does it through his will. But there's parts of his game where you wish there was more. Just a little bit more. And Yeah, and it's not... (sighs) It's not like his fault per se. It's hard because you just kind of are who you are. It's not like we're blaming Giannis or we're slighting him in some way. It's just obviously there are weaknesses in his game. You know, he can't shoot really. He's not a three-point shooter. You know, things at the foul line. Although, full credit, again, he, he shot well in the elimination game. So that turned out, you know, somehow he overcame that. But you know, the wall and there are just things. So in some regards, he has to be dependent on other guys stepping up. You know, Middleton did step up. And so, again, full credit to Middleton as well who's for stepping up. But, man, in that last game, I got to say, because Middleton and uh, Holiday again, weren't— Again, of course he came down. Of course Chris Middleton came down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He came back to earth. It wasn't game five, but he game six 17. that he came back to earth. Uh, Drew Holiday also came back to earth in game six. He was terrible. But, I mean, man, again, Giannis, just hard carry, man. <laughs> just, just hard carry— Credit to Giannis. Just, he's a beast. And I think that's where I was wrong, right? I thought he was Green Ranger, needed to ascend to White Ranger. But again, I want to reiterate again, 
because White Ranger rises above for those clutch, fancy moments. But he's the Red Ranger, right? He's the guy day in and day out that's leading the Power Rangers, overwhelms you week in and week out with his Megazord. That's yes. that's Giannis. Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> yeah, that's Giannis. Yeah. <laughs> every ah, week. Week in and week, week out. Week in and week Tyrannosaurus. out. Tyrannosaurus. Just every yeah, week. Like, you know get what you're going to get. Jason. Get that red sword out and just complete that that Megazord blaster launcher thing. What is that? <laughs> that thing never made sense. How are they going to combine their weapons? An axe and a sword and a bow and arrow and turn it into a blaster. I'm like, what? Where does the blast even this, from? What does the sword do? At least all the other weapons, right? They kind of turn into projectile weapons somehow. <laughs> Right, like the axe turns into some kind of like Oh, gun. oh, the axe, the, the, yeah, the bottom of the handle. It over. Yeah, he flips it over. So it's like what a trigger. What does the sword do, though? Why does it the, add power? The sword is the scope. That's what it is. That's all you it just is. just stick it on top. And somehow it... And then they all hold each other. Like they're... <laughs> they have to put their hands on each other's yeah. shoulders and stuff just to <laughs> add the power. And they have to put yeah. one arm out like... <laughs> <laughs> to send the the guys on the end have the to send their arm arms out. out like this. The one arm. <laughs> that's the best. Oh my god, Why? that's that's Pat Connaughton. He's like, the... <laughs> let me get in there. Hey, let me get in there. Dude. Let me get in there. Put my arm in there. And Bobby Portis on the other out. side. I'm oh, here. Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis though. He's he played well. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. I mean, dude, the Bucks. Oh, the Bucks role players, they were they were there. Brooke yeah. Lopez, PJ Tucker, Bobby Portis, dude, they brought it, you know? Give yeah, them credit. I mean, just full credit. Full credit. Uh they deserved it. They were awesome. They were awesome. Congrats, Giannis. Congrats, Milwaukee Bucks. But no one is happier than Giannis, right? You know who else is happy? Thanasis. He became an NBA champion. You know who else is really happy? Costas. Because now three of his brothers, the Antetokounmpo brothers, are NBA champions. But, Joe, let's go all day or cray-cray. The person that's least happy about this, the person that's punching the air the most, is LeVar Ball. <laughs> yeah, of course. you got to go all day on this. <laughs> like, who else is there? Who's unhappy about this? Who's out there that's really oh, just Chris, like... You know, Chris Paul's unhappy. You know, Devin Booker's unhappy. I guess. I, come, come on. I mean, they greatly overachieved. Yeah. I mean, no, but come on. I mean, yeah. nobody... Are they unhappy? Sure. But are they punching the air <laughs> that Giannis... Costas and Thanasis are all NBA champ. That the Antetokounmpo family has achieved NBA championship. No, they're happy. Okay, they're even though they lost to Giannis, they're happy for Giannis. They're happy for the NBA. They're happy that you know this whole narrative has come about. Lavar Ball, on the other hand, <laughs> oh, he's not happy right now. He's he is so not pissed. happy. He's so pissed. He's like falling into obscurity just when he just when LaMelo was starting to rise in the ranks, you know, get in that get in that Zion, uh, the Zion Times or whatever, whatever Bleacher Report's called. <laughs> <laughs> the Mellow Report. The Mellow Report. Yeah, it was turning to LaMelo Report. So they're like, yeah. hey, <laughs> you know, the Zion Times is turning to LaMelo Report or LaMelo Report. 
And, um, you know, Lavar, he doesn't like this because now the Antetokounmpo family has clearly uh, taken the reins as the family to beat in the NBA. Man. Like, as Giannis was winning the championship, the report came out from New Orleans that, hey, we're not going to sign this guy, but we'll facilitate a sign and trade for Lonzo if anybody wants him. <laughs> Jello oh, is st- still trying to make an NBA roster because he, he can't get no. anywhere. He's not going to either. <laughs> but, but of course, LaMelo, right? Oh, that's my shining sun right there, LaMelo. <laughs> and then he sees Giannis. Two-time MVP, NBA champ, finals MVP, defensive player of the year. Oh, gosh. Giannis probably will have a greater career now, to this point, than his all of his sons will combined. Dude, like, no, that's not even funny because it's like... <laughs> no, I'm like, it's not even... Like, it has to be ridiculous to be funny. <laughs> it's like so obviously like, true. Like, like yeah, how... Stop, it's truth. I mean, how uh, are you kidding me? How's uh, they're gonna get? They're gonna sniff an MVP, let alone two MVPs, Defensive Player of the Year. Who's gonna win Defensive Player of the Year between Jello, Lamelo, and, and Jello? Obviously, uh, Lonzo. I, uh, come on, guys, uh, this is ridiculous. I mean, maybe Finals champ, sure, maybe they can jump on somebody's team, you know, and get you know win the finals. But I mean, they're certainly not gonna be Finals MVP, so. Uh, no. My favorite thing about this, when I was thinking about LeVar Ball, and he's like in his chambers, and he's like talking to the NBA gods. He's kind of like Ben Linus when he meets Jacob, and Ben goes, <laughs> what about me? <laughs> and Adam Silver is the one who's like, what about you? <laughs> before, before, um, Lavar goes into a rage and just stabs him. Yeah. He's like, oh, now you want to pay attention. He's like, Bleacher Report's been playing attention this whole time. The LaMelo Report. Who's the – here's my question, Cliff. Who is the um, – who is the man in black in this situation? Who is the one that has egged LeVar on and gotten him to the point where he is going after Adam Silver and being like, what about me? Dude, Del Curry. <laughs> what? He's like, dude, it's all about the brothers. You got to market the brothers. You got it. It's all about the family name. And the name. NBA will take them. It's all about the family name and the... NBA will take it for the look. Look at my boys. Look at Steph Curry. <laughs> Two-time MVP. <laughs> NBA champion. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be the next family, LeVar. <laughs> you got your boy. See, we got your boys drafted top three. First time in history. Man. Uh, but yeah, I agree. All day. <laughs> He's, he he punched in the air. What about me, Adam Silver? But let's go to the flip side of the Bucks. Let's talk about the Suns. We got to talk about the media darling, Chris Paul. And the question is, what happens to his legacy now? You know, and he was pretty good was in the great. finals. 22-3-8, 55% from the field, 52% from three, 75% from the free throw line. Three and a half turnovers. But, of course... 
the couple, the two times where he fell down were two <laughs> pivotal turnovers. One in game six, also in yeah. game four, and one in game Oof. six. Joe, all dare cray cray. Chris Paul's legacy should crater after this finals loss. Okay, you guys might be thinking, why is this even a topic? <laughs> Chris Broussard, Chris Broussard was saying, I think after like game four when the Bucks were on the way back, that if they lose, this is gonna be a hit on Chris Paul's legacy. It's going to define his legacy, something like that. Yeah. And I just don't get that. How can that be possible? I honestly don't see how this can be negative for anybody on the Suns. Mm. They didn't make the playoffs last season. They were not in the playoffs. How could this possibly define? Not Monty Williams, you know, not Chris Paul, not Devin Booker, not DeAndre Ayton, not any of the role players, the Cams or Jay Crowder Crowder. was in the finals. Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. They're all played above their heads. You look at this roster, you go down the names. Should they really have even been there? I mean, they did get fortunate with some injuries, but come on. Like, they stepped up, they played well, they played above their heads. By pretty much any metric, the Bucks should have been the favorites with a healthy Giannis. Yeah. Now that was a question mark coming in. But if Giannis was a hundred percent healthy, the Bucks should have been the favorites. Yeah. And and they won. You know, so full credit to them. No, this should not hurt Chris Paul's legacy. If anything, to me, it it enhances his legacy. He mm. finally got to the finals. You know, yeah. he was able to be – and he wasn't like a nobody on this team. You know, he yeah. wasn't a role player. He wasn't an add-on. He was a huge part of this team. He was very significant. I don't think he was the best player, but he was the second-best player. And he was incredibly important. He added a lot of leadership. He played well. And so, you know, you know for the most part, he did have some kind of – Bad plays down the stretch. He did have a couple of unforced turnovers. But look, I mean, that's going to happen sometimes. I don't think it's his fault that they lost, you know, despite those plays. And so I think this enhances his legacy. I think this is great for him. Human fallacy aside, this dude took the 14th odd team to win the NBA title in the preseason to the finals. To the finals. A 14th uh, 14th best team was one of the two remaining teams. They beat LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. They beat the MVP of the league, Nikola Jokic, and the Nuggets. Yes. They beat the Clippers. Yes. And was two games away from the NBA title. Two games away. For a team that's never been to the playoffs. That's crazy. I mean, how often does this never happens? You know, a team finally gets to the playoffs. They lose in the first round or the second round. That's just all that's historically proven. Like, that's just what happens. Look at the jazz. They're moderate improvements, right? Look, look at everybody. I mean, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, Even the the Bucks team. The Hawks aside. (laughs) Because they also did some stuff. But yeah, no. I mean, like the Celtics, like on their way up. The uh, Philly, you know, on their way up. Toronto. Like all these teams. Golden State even. Like the first time they went to the playoffs, you know? Yep. And like all these teams, that's what always happens. Dallas, you know, that's what they're going through right now. But somehow... This team went to the freaking finals. It's incredible. It's incredible. He's 36. 
And he played a huge role on this team. He was Look, huge. What what this does, what this son's legacy does to him is it stamps his OKC legacy. It stamps yes. it, right? Yes. Proves it's it, not, validates it's, it. Yeah, it's not a fluke. It's like you put this guy on a team and they go to the playoffs. You know what's crazy is Chris Paul might be better at that. Oh, my God. Then, don't say it. <laughs> don't he say might it. be better. Okay. Has LeBron ever oh my God. a team as bad as OKC to the playoffs? I mean, his early Cavs, ga- Cavs teams were not the best. But he, he always had like – like a Zydrunas or – and before, you know, you guys talk about how bad Zydrunas – he was an all-star. He's like a two-time all-star, you know, like a Mo Will who was also an all-star. Like, there was nobody on that. Who was on that OKC team with Chris Paul? SGA. Danilo. SGA, but SGA was nothing before Chris Paul. It's true. Like, he was he was literally just Schroeder. potential. Like, th- I mean, come on. We see what Schroeder is though now, right? Like, he's not that good. I mean, I don't know, man. That's pretty incredible. It's even pretty incredible. Low, uh, even CP3's, uh, I mean, New Orleans team, they weren't that good. And they no. were like a one seed in a crazy Western Conference. And, you know, they got bounced a little early, but still. He should have. Yeah. He probably should have been MVP there. <laughs> probably. Kobe's lone MVP. Kobe's, Kobe's lone, MVP. lone MVP. I mean, yeah. I mean, Kobe got screwed out of some MVPs. Yeah, so it, it, all, it all averages out in the end, but. I don't know, man. I mean, it, it's pretty crazy. I, I Look, I'm not going to say definitively that that's the case, but it's pretty crazy when you look at his track record. He's he's done some amazing things. He has. And I, I don't want to say he's better at it than LeBron, but you know what? You raise your eyebrow a little bit. You raise your eyebrow because, like, look, what did LeBron do with the young Lakers? Nothing. They <laughs> didn't missed, make the playoffs. They missed the playoffs. <laughs> but, okay, I, I guess the real question about Chris Paul is he's got a player option and can opt out of $44 million. But this guy has been historically about his bread. I can't imagine he's opting out of $44 million to go play for a mid-level or a minimum. So, <clears throat> Laker fans, just screw that. <laughs> You're not getting him, okay? You're not getting him for that. No he way. might want to do something like restructure his deal for a 60-70 over three years for his final big contract, kind of like Gordon Hayward did when he left the Celtics. Hmm. But where do you think Chris Paul should go next year, Joe? I mean, he can't. Okay, well, I mean, I think we're going to agree, but he he has to stay in Phoenix. He's got to stay. I mean, he's, he's, he's going to get money there. He's going to get money. Everybody except him is young. Mm-hmm. They're all getting better. I mean, mm-hmm. Aiton's going to be better. Devin mm-hmm. Booker's going to be better, which is crazy to think, but he's going to be better. He's got a lot of room to improve, and yeah. he's going to get better. He's 24. All the young guys, Cam Johnson, you know, like, well, except for Crowder, but everybody else, like, they're all young. Yeah. Campaign, like, they're going to get better. <sighs> the sky's the limit for this team. And so where could he possibly go that – would be a better situation, both financially, his role on the team, and his cha- even his chances at a championship. I mean, obviously the Knicks, right? That's like the place. <laughs> I mean. Okay. And the, look, 
freaking in the media they keep talking about he's gonna go to the Knicks. <laughs> what the heck? Why would he go to the? What's up with this New York media bias clip? Like, how is it every single time anybody's a free agent, there's rumors that they're gonna go to the Knicks? I don't understand. LeBron was gonna go to the Knicks. Dwayne Wade was gonna go to the Knicks. It's I don't get it. Look, Anthony Davis was gonna go to the Knicks. <laughs> Look here. Here's now the thing. Here's the, the thing for anybody that thinks anyone people are gonna come to the Knicks. KD and Kyrie wanted <laughs> to go to the Knicks, like legit Dang. wanted. That's true. They were like, "We're going to the Knicks. We're gonna meet up." They were talking about it at the All Star Weekend. They had a pitch meeting with the Knicks, <laughs> and they said. Uh, should we try Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's true. Guys, that's just proof. There's, They wanted to go to the Knicks. They were planning to go to the Knicks. For all the reasons that people say the Knicks are attractive. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, it's all New York reasons. City. All the fan reasons. base. The history. All that stuff. KD and Kyrie were like, we want to go there. Yes. And still they didn't go there. That's crazy to me. That's like this the girl of your dreams that you've been trying to date is like, hey, I want to date you. And then <laughs> I want to date you. And then you talk and she's like, uh, I don't know. Cliff, it's like she says, I want to marry you. Yeah. I've gone through all the reasons. It's the girl of your dreams. I've gone through all the reasons. I've looked at our financial statements, your job, my job, our history. I've looked at our, um, you know, anagram and like our Myers Briggs, our Myers Briggs, <laughs> everything, personality-wise, family history, medical, everything. I've looked at all of it, and we make perfect sense. And she goes out on one date with you, and she's like, ah. Yeah, you're, you're like, man, I, I can't wait to get married to you because I haven't been to the playoffs in seven years. Man, it's going to be so good. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Oh, God. I can't the wait Knicks. to date you. We just traded our best player to get Dennis Smith Jr. I mean, you're going to love this guy. I mean, he like he like doesn't even practice. Like, But, I mean, you guys what? go to get him to practice. What's crazy, though, is that people think like, oh, but we're good now. Like the Knicks fan, you know, the Knicks yeah. media and fan base are thinking like, no, we're like super appealing now. We have Julius Randle <laughs> and he, he was, he's amazing. Like, obviously you guys want to come now, right? Like obviously everything from before plus Julius Randle, <laughs> like plus RJ Barrett. What? Like why? What? So you're telling me Chris Paul wants to leave Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton to go play with RJ Barrett and Julius Randle? Julius Randle is like the ultimate black hole. <laughs> and after what he just did in the playoffs, 27% from the field? Nah. Oh, it was bad. Nah, yeah. it ain't happening. I don't know, man. I don't know why these Knicks fans are <laughs> so <laughs> delusional. <laughs> Can't say it better than Katie and Kyrie were planning to go there and did. <laughs> And they were like, yeah, Brooklyn? Yeah. Brooklyn? 
Brooklyn. Hey, do you so do you have a sister or? <laughs> Do you have a cousin? <laughs> they ask in the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> they ask during the date. During hey, this, the date. Yeah, like, this is going pretty poorly. Do you... Uh... <laughs> during, during appetizers? So you only child or... <laughs> this is going pretty bad. <laughs> Just keep checking the watch. You start yeah. looking up, start looking them up on Facebook, like just siblings. <laughs> oh uh, God, New York, they cracked me up. <laughs> okay, moving on to his running mate. Let's talk about Devin Booker. Another great performance in the playoffs. Good performance in the finals. The real question is, where does he net out now, heading into next mm. season? You know, so the world was finally introduced to Devin Booker. You know, you've known him for a long time. I've known him since the bubble. And they all (laughs) have finally compared him to Kobe. Talk a lot about his Kobe comparisons. And Devin Booker said, you know, I haven't really thought about that comparison much. I know it's something that everybody has going on right now. I didn't make that comparison myself. I just leave it at what he's done for me as a mentor and the advice he's left me with. So I try to take bits and pieces of his mentality as approach, but I should never be compared to Kobe Bryant. What a great answer, this guy. I mean, what a what a great answer. Fresh off a finals appearance, now heading into Team USA, the real question is, of course, where should Devin Booker rank next season? So Joe, all day or cray-cray, Devin Booker is a top 10 NBA player. What's the list? What's the list, Cliff? I mean, the 10 you have right now is KD, Giannis, Kawhi, Steph, LeBron, AD, Jokic, Luka, Dame, Embiid. That is a pretty rock-solid list. It's hard to move anybody off that list. Dang, LeBron's at five, but yeah, he's at five for sure. On the outside looking in, you got Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Tatum, Harden. Hmm. I mean, look. Well, I want to. I kind of want to know what you think first. Do you outside, have him in the top ten or outside the top ten? Outside of winning a championship, honestly, I thought his objective was completed. Mm-hmm. He is now a household name and has shown he belongs in the upper echelon. He belongs in the give me an All NBA vote, <laughs> give me an MVP <laughs> vote. <laughs> For one vote, the second best team <laughs> leading the second best team in the league. You know, to me, this was kind of like when Black Panther showed up in Civil War. You're like, whoa, mm. this dude is pretty strong. Who's you know? this guy? <laughs> whoa, Who's this guy in the cat costume. Dang, this dude is <laughs> legit. Yeah, he's like, hey, my name's Clint. He's like, I don't care. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> Hey, back up, James Harden. I don't freaking care who you are. <laughs> like, oh, and then he steps back, steps back, steps back, steps back. <laughs> so that he can shoot an arrow. He's right there. <laughs> He's right there. <laughs> He's right there with his sword, but he steps all the way back and pulls out his bow. <laughs> and then, you know, he gets his standalone movie, and you're like, oh, Black Panther's tight. <laughs> oh, shoot. And I feel like that point 
is where we mm. have Devin Booker right now. Right there. Mm. Before Infinity War, before Endgame, when he like leads the comeback of the returnees, mm. where in, in Infinity War, he's basically the leader of that side when they're in right. Wakanda fighting right. all those people. We're right before that. And so to this me, that's like... What... After Civil War? This is just after Civil War? Yeah, after Civil War. I think Black Panther was after Civil War too. Yeah, it was after, yeah. yeah. Not, so not, this is after not the Black time not not the timeline, but like mm. for the audience, right? And so right. I feel like that's where we are with Devin Booker. He's just on the outside where you're like, ooh, I, I you're you're strong. <laughs> Pretty crazy. <laughs> Dude, you so you, you're legit. Let me throw some numbers at you, Cliff. Okay. Uh Devin Booker just scored the most points ever. By a player in his first playoffs, 601 points. Second on the list, Rick Barry, 521. Back in the day. So 601 to number two, 521. Number three, Dr. J, 518. Number four, Trey Young, crazily. <laughs> oh, Trey! 461, you know, but 461 for Trey Young, 601 for Devin Booker. He tops the list by a good margin, 80 points. Did in his first a- playoffs any of ever. those guys make. Did Rick Barry or Julius Irving make the finals? I don't believe they did. Yeah. So he yeah. did, you know, he had a deep run, obviously, which doesn't generally happen your first season in the playoffs. But amazing. He was, yeah, because uh, he's the best player on his team, also. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, he just got carried to the finals. I mean, he was doing a lot of the carrying. Uh, in his first playoffs ever, he averaged 27, 6, and 5 on 45, 32, 91. Not, he didn't shoot great. I mean, his, his field goal numbers were okay. Or from the field, he was okay. But he shot pretty bad from three. 32% from three. Uh, not great for him. And I actually do think that's one thing he should work on. I think he needs to get better at shooting threes, which is weird because he's a good shooter. But mm-hmm. uh, he needs to get that three-point percentage up to like 38-ish, I think. And that would make him deadly. But anyway, he's 24 years old. <laughs> he's only 24 years old. CP3 called him the oldest 24-year-old I ever met in my life. What does that mean? <laughs> Because he said he has, like, an old soul. Mm. You know, uh, the biggest thing is he knows the game. CP3 also said that the main reason he came to Phoenix was that light-skinned brother right here. He is a dog after they won uh, the West. Booker himself said after the finals, experience is the best teacher. This is what you go into the summer with, and you take it and use it as fuel. And you kind of see it in the way Booker does interviews, but he has a lot of good answers. Mm. Like that thing that you said even about Kobe – like, it's just a very mature answer. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, hey, I'm going to take what I can. I shouldn't be compared to Kobe Bryant. It's humble, you know, but he shows kind of his hunger. To me, Devin Booker right now, he is young Kakashi. Mm. <clears throat> He's Kakashi Chronicles Kakashi, oh. you know. Obito, He's got, Obito Kakashi. Obito Kakashi. He's got the skills. He's got the mentality, but he doesn't yet have the experience or, for that matter, the shouting gun. He doesn't quite have the vision, you know, where everything slows down. Oh, I like this. I like this. By the way, in this scenario, Kobe's the fourth. Mm. He is the fourth Hokage, the mentor who left a little too early. Oh, no. and, And CP3 is the third, the older mentor. Who, you know, doesn't have the physicality and has the skills. <laughs> he has stuck around to raise up the next generation. And so I agree. I don't have Booker in the top 10. I have him just outside at number 11. But I expect him to be 
much higher in the future. I expect him to be one of the great players of this generation more so than some of those other guys. So would you say this is this finals loss is like when Obito got crushed? <laughs> and then you it get is. the shutting gun? It is. I think this is kind of defining this whole season. I think Booker's learned a lot. You you watch his game and you know he's he's learning things. There were look, uh this series was lost in games four and five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was game four, the CP3 turnover, yep. and then the subsequent collapse. Game five, Devin Booker turnover. Yeah. Right? They were down two. Devin Booker drives into the lane. He gets triple, triple teamed. teamed. Drew Holiday comes from behind and steals Picks the ball, him. right? Falls down. Yeah. And that is, to me, that's like, uh, you don't have it. You don't have the shining gun, right? Like, you couldn't, you couldn't see that that was going to happen. You haven't seen enough mm. NBA mm. basketball quite at the, yet. At the height of NBA basketball. At the bas- height. Yes. At the highest at the high pressure moments and they're going to throw this double, you know, and, and look, the Bucks have great defensive instincts. They had a lot of plays like that where they're they were great. just coming from like, they're gambling basically, but at the right time to get the block, to get the steal, to get the right defensive play. And Booker just didn't quite, he hadn't, he hasn't seen it enough yet. Yeah. He hasn't done it enough times where there's something that's coming outside of the normal defense. It's somebody gambling. They're making, you know what I mean? They're like going all out at that moment and they're saying, hey, I'm going to either win the game right now or we're going to lose. And they're putting it all on the line. He didn't quite have that. And so I do think, though, he's going to learn a lot from that film. I think he's learned, He's going to learn a lot from this experience. He's going to work on some things in the summer and he's going to come back early Sharingan Kakashi. <laughs> he's going to come back where he's going to it's going to take some learning but uh, you know the cap is going to go up that much more for Devin Booker next season. I think still I I call him still the Kobe 8. Devin Booker mm. is right now is mm. Kobe 8 where mm. off the court he basically kind of says all the right things, right? Like Kobe sure. uh, Kobe in the press has always been good. He just has. I mean, he might be a jerk, but it's sarcastic and it's like He's playing into something, right? But he's giving you right. honest, mostly humble answers, you know? Yes. But on the court, my God, ruthless, right? <laughs> like, not just his game, but the trash talk, ruthless. Mm. Like, like Devin Booker, he's, like, going at people, talking trash, yes. like, getting in their yes. face. Like, mm. like, he's not scared, you know? He's not scared. I, I do think there are there were some things that he can learn from. Like mm. uh, pushing KCP or <laughs> like fouling out, you know, yeah. or getting fouls at the wrong yeah. time. Like yeah. some of those things, they were – they're kind of like maturity mistakes. They're not mental yeah. mistakes per se. It's not like yeah. he's choking. It's like you just, yeah. you're just doing the wrong thing at the wrong time. You know what I mean? And, and I think those are the things he'll get better at and he'll learn from. Yeah, that's like young Kakashi too, right? He had an attitude yeah. problem. <laughs> he had attitude problem. It's like punking Obito the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He thought he was better than everybody, right? Yes. You yes. Know? And so this humbling moment when you can't see everything. <laughs> you like this, huh? You I do. Like, you're like really into that. <laughs> Dude, I'm like feeling it. I'm like, mm, mm, mm. oh, yes. This is great. Astute observation. <laughs> when you can't see it all. <laughs> and and your friend gets you, crushed. You can't be you can't be doing chidori without the shining gun. You know, you're just 
Just that, one defensive move, one Drew Holiday slip in there, and you just lose the ball. So you can't do that. That's that's Chidori one on one hundred one. That's what Sasuke says when he teaches. He's like, you, you gotta, you gotta see, you gotta see what's coming. You gotta be fast. <laughs> I he's like got it. what does he got? He's got two dot chidori right now. <laughs> the, two, <laughs> the two or not chidori, shouting gun. He's got the two oh, dot. This is <laughs> this is good. I like it. I like it. But yes, like you're saying, I think he, he's just outside, right? But as LeBron exits out, you know, and as maybe maybe David wow, you got LeBron out. just exiting right now. He just kind of he's just bounced out of the top ten now. Uh, I, I I mean he's going to exit out, you know. <laughs> I mean we we saw Eventually. the we saw the fall of LeBron coming, mm. and it's been yeah. it it's not been pretty. <laughs> this guys just just to about this whole LeBron thing real quick. I promise I'm not going to get into a big thing. <laughs> just remember though, in the first round, CP3 basically non-factor, AD hurt, Devin Booker beat LeBron, mm. basically. I mean that's basically what happened. So, uh, uh, I don't know, man. It's it's it didn't look good. It it's kind of not good for. It has nothing to do with LeBron's resume, obviously. But no, for right now, who second LeBron best is, player of all time? <laughs> yeah, of course, greatest player of all. T- second greatest player of all time. Yeah. But in terms of where he is right now, man, I saw a lot of things this postseason from other players that LeBron just could not do anymore. Again, I'll I'll mention it again. For these athletes at playing at the highest level that have practiced it day in and day out, one millisecond difference in speed yes. changes all your timing. It's all different. your timing. Look, th- that's why aging is so devastating. You know, yeah, you're slower, sure. But it's having to redo everything to fit that. Right. Here. Let me give you an example, a real life example. You know when you lose your credit card? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know you I lose have your no idea card? where this is going, but yes. You uh-huh. know you lose your credit card? Mm. You get a new credit card? Yeah, you're like, what's the big deal? I got a new credit card. You got to change everything <laughs> that is linked to that credit card. Your Amazon, True. you know, yes. you got to you got to change your Postmates. Yeah. You're like, "Oh my gosh." Any bills that are linked, anything yeah. on auto pay, yeah. Yeah, your phone, yeah. your, your phone, your, your cable, your car payment, your car. Like, yeah. And like you start getting late notices, you're like, "What? Why, why wouldn't I pay <laughs> you're this?" Like, "Why? <laughs> why wouldn't I pay this?" Like you're LeBron, you start getting fouls for things you're not supposed to get fouled by. You're like, "What?" <laughs> I've never done that before. Get turnovers. That's never happened before. Like, yeah. what? I've never had a late payment. Yeah. And so then you use that with the ref. You're like, I've never done this reach and foul before. I'm LeBron James, yeah. right? Right. But that only And then only you see the replay far. and you're like, oh, shoot. I totally fouled him. <laughs> oh, dang. Grab this. Like, dang. Grab this hand. That's just his wrist. Yeah. yeah like, that's right there. not even the ball. Like, not even soon. <laughs> yep. Yep. And that 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 nuisance is what he has to do with everything in his game when something slows down. And just that slight lower lift on his uh, oh, yeah. like hops, he gets blocked, he gets blocked a lot so now. much more. Yeah. I've never seen LeBron get blocked so like like this. He gets blocked like crazy now. Yeah, he used to just rise up and just dunk it, Giannis style. Uh, you know it's what gonna I mean? be so sad when like he goes and literally gets. Just one on one, jousted down, 
to the you know he gets blocked in the face like sprited by a person oh that's mm. that's when it's gonna be over because what might fool you is like when he's like you know his his number one move is full steam spin move layup or one full steam just dunk right, right? and when you see it like that you're like oh his athleticism is still, still there, there. Yeah. and 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 it's true. His athleticism is still there compared to the average person. He yes, freakishly athletic. He's the greatest physical specimen to ever play basketball. But it's the slight timing, yeah. the slight dip in speed, the slight dip in air, everything. Yeah. And it's like a change of direction. That's when you really see it. You know, like when he's crossing over or doing that spin move, like you said. That's when everything gets a little slower. And the lift is like a little lower, you know, because that's a lot harder to do than when you're just running full speed dunking it. Whereas, look, you know, Devin Booker, 24, 24. years old. He's 24. You know, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 26, 26. years old. He's 26. And he already has Joel Embiid. Stuff. 27 years old. Oh, my old. gosh. He's only 27. Even though his body's breaking down like he's 40, but he's 27. <laughs> uh, Jokic, 26 years oh old. My gosh. Donovan Mitchell, 24 years old. Oh Jason Tatum, 23. Uh, 23 years old. You know, so these guys are coming. Yeah, they're coming. You know, they're coming to reach their prime. And so it's only a matter of time before Dame, who's 31, you know, Steph, who's also, I think, 32. KD, yeah. 32. KD's 31 to 32. You know, LeBron, 36, 37. You know, it's it's going to come to a close. Real quick, Cliff, I want to ask you something else. Do you yeah. think the Kobe guys are out, are like winning against the LeBron guys right now? Of course. Because the LeBron guys, it has to be LeBron. Mm. He's the only one to have done it. Mm. Oscar Robertson, maybe. Right? But Jordan has done it a lot. Kobe has done it a lot. You know? I mean, throw Paul Pierce in there. Mm. You know? Those kinds of guys. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Sorry. I just I just laugh whenever anybody mentions Paul Pierce. <laughs> it just has nothing to do with anything. It's just because of Paul Pierce. He's, gosh. Uh, you know, like he, Kawhi has done mm. it. That's true. Um, and Steph is a different breed. But yeah, because like, like look. it's crazy that, remember, I, I mean, just go back like three years, right? And it's like, ooh, they're coming. The next LeBrons are the young kings. They're coming. Yeah, ben the Simmons. Young kings. Lonzo ben Simmons. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Zion is on his way, you know. There's Westbrook. Westbrook. And then Harden started turning into LeBron. And then, you know, Luca. But it's interesting because mm -hmm. the guys, to me, my eyes tell me are the better guys are like Kawhi, KD, uh, Booker, Mitchell, Tatum. So it's interesting. Yeah, to me, that's why I think LeBron is so great, is that this is not winning basketball, <laughs> what he's doing. Right. What what he's doing is not only destroying his opponents, mm -hmm. but destroying his own team. Right. Like, su like sucking the power out of his team, putting it into himself, <laughs> 
and then using that to destroy the right. other team. You right. know? Like, that's not winning basketball. But that's how great LeBron mm-hmm. is, is that he he is so crazy. Right. He's the specimen of his body, the skills that he had, the force that he drove was so crazy that he could absorb all of his team's powers, <laughs> make them nothing, use it for himself to enhance his legacy and destroy everybody. Like, look, you talked about it and you convinced me with Porzingis and Luka. Porzingis is a good player. He's a good NBA player. But Luka is sucking everything <laughs> out of Porzingis and he didn't get out of the first yeah. round. And Luka's a great player and we have him in the top 10. Look at Russell Westbrook. MVP, he had like 35-12-12 like oh in a gosh. season. He freaking sucked everything out of his team. Can't get out of the first round. Yeah, it's like uh, you're playing Call of Duty or something, and you say, hey, guys, instead of you guys playing with me, just give me all your weapons. <laughs> Throw me your grenades. Yeah. And there's a hack where you can carry all the guns and all the grenades, but like you're still just one person. You can only shoot one gun at a time. And everyone else, you know, can, but see, the thing is, if you win, you're amazing. <laughs> like, everyone's, exactly. Everyone's like, wow. Exactly. What the heck had you do that? You just like went through your, your machine gun, everybody. And then you throw that gun yeah. down, you pull out your shoddy and then you're just like shoddying guys. And then you throw that down, you go dual pistols, you're inside and you're throwing your nades everywhere. And you're just like, and if you do it, then you're amazing. But yeah, a testament to you if you want to be able to totally. do it, but it's not winning basketball. Not. And I don't think Okay, I I don't I don't I don't think we'll see it again for the next 10 years. Only 10 years? Do you think Luka will ever maybe be tw- LeBron? Maybe 20 years. Like he will he his game is like LeBron's. Do you think he will get to the point where he's he's good enough? He's as good as LeBron where he can actually play that way and win. He's not athletic enough. Mm, that's a good point. He's not athletic enough. So unless he changes his game, he shoots. He be shoots more, better than LeBron, though. He does to be more team oriented, <laughs> for lack of a better word. I don't think he'll win. I think Trey Young has a better chance. So interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Just go back. Just go back and look at like. Like, the two things that persist, one, great big men on your right. team, right? You got Tim Duncan. You got Dirk. You got, you got uh, KG, yeah. Hakeem. Uh, yeah, Shaq, right? Even even Chris Bosh, right? Whatever you want to say about Chris Bosh, that guy's a good player. Sure. He's a good NBA yes. player. That's one thing that's persisted. Second, if you don't have one of those or if you compare it, it's like a great score right. elite score mm. you know that's like the other piece mm. yeah wing elite scoring wing and that's more in recent history than it was prior before that it was you got you got to have kareem yeah. right that's true you got to have wilt lebron is unique in that way he's the only one to be able to win his way just yeah, just forcing the action. <laughs> just saying, I'll like, do everything, and we will also win. To me, it's less impressive who he beats, but more impressive how he did it. Right. Just the fact that he did it, doing playing that style. Yeah, <laughs> sucking all the energy out of 
of his team. Give me everything, guys. Fueling himself. No, ammo too. Ammo too. Everything you have, just give it to me. And you just stand I, over there. I, <laughs> you guys all have I, one bullet each. Stand over there and snipe. No, it's the ultimate Dragon Ball Z when Goku does spirit mm. bomb. It's like, no, don't, don't fight, fight with, with me. me. Just give me your energy. <laughs> Just give me your energy for the spirit bomb. I haven't seen Space Jam A New Legacy, but I can imagine Bugs Bunny is holding <laughs> out his hands. <laughs> giving LeBron the energy. <laughs> And the the final move, the one where Jordan is, where Jordan dunks, does the stretches. stretches. Yeah. The final move for LeBron is he gets a rebound, dribbles, passes to himself, and then shoots it. He teleports, passes to himself, and dunks it. Yeah. And and his teammates are all clapping. <laughs> They're just watching and clapping. How did we get here? <laughs> I'm sorry. I promised it would be short, but it wasn't. It was pretty funny, though. <laughs> it always is. All right, last one. Let's talk about Team USA again. Because <laughs> I didn't get my fill. Devin Booker, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday are now flying to Tokyo in a very awkward flight. <laughs> and then <laughs> Keldon Johnson and JaVel McGee are replacing Bradley Beal and Kevin Love after they leave. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, Levine and Jeremy. Yeah. Do you think Drew Holiday's like, hey, remember when I stole the ball from you in game five? <laughs> do, you, do you remember? Do you remember? Hey, remember? Remember? That was, that was crazy. That was crazy. Oh, man. Oh. Booker said, we'll be teammates. We're not going to be friends. So I was like, oh. <laughs> Shoot. Jeez. Levine and Jeremy Grant were in protocol, but I've cleared it. And now, you know, we've had a week to digest, to digest it, Joe. We've had a week to think about it. Do you feel better about Team USA's chances? So let's go all day or cray cray. Once again, Team USA is a lock to win the gold medal. <laughs> it's funny that you say we've had a week to digest it. Cliff, I feel like I did two hours after eating something questionable at a Shakey's lunch buffet. <laughs> I feel you had too many mojo potatoes. I feel much, much worse than I did when we first did this topic. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like that chicken. It looked like it was out a little bit too long, but you're like, it's cool. Super dry. It's so dry. It's all good. Just put more mojos on there. We'll just cover that bad boy up. You know, just get a couple more slices of pizza. And you know what, Cliff? It's I've had some time to digest, and that is not sitting well. Okay, <laughs> it is not sitting well because, as we talked about when we hung out <laughs> last weekend, we did. How many top ten players are on Team USA right now? Well, let's do it again. Let's go through this list again. For those that don't remember, we just did it in the last segment, but you probably were fooled by all the LeBron talk. <laughs> Kevin Durant, number one. You got Giannis. You got Kawhi. You got Steph Curry. LeBron James. So that's the top five. None of those. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to the next five. Well, you have KD, right? Oh, you got KD. You got, KD. You got, KD. So you got, you got the one. You got the one of one. That's great. You got the one of one. AD, 
No. Jokic, Luka, Dame, Embiid. Well, you got Dame. <laughs> so you got two? You only have two of the top ten players on Team USA. <sighs> Cliff, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> I'm just not feeling good about this. When when we were talking about it and all of a sudden we're talking about, like, Zach Levine. <laughs> it's like Zach Levine talking about Jeremy mm-hmm. Grant. I mean, Bradley Beal's gone and you replaced him with Keldon Johnson? That's not good. I wasn't that high on Bradley Beal, but you replace him with Keldon Johnson? That's a lot worse. Kevin Love's gone and you replace Mm. him with JaVale McGee? I mean, I like JaVale, honestly. Just the fact that he'll be... A locker room guy. He's a big. He can block shots. You know, he's a twelve. Yeah, man. he can do some. He's a great he can do some man. physical things. He'll be happy to be there. But uh, you need more top level. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel good about this. And and KD. I think stepping into this, there's going to be a lot of unfair narratives going on about this team USA. About KD. This is the first time it's like KD's team. You know, and he's going to be the guy. And there's probably going to be all this talk because LeBron's not there. But all these other guys aren't – like Kawhi's not there. Steph's not there. You know, all these guys aren't there. AD's not there. And I think that that might lead to KD. I mean, look, it might lead to KD going off and just being amazing. It might lead to KD kind of imploding as we've seen. Again, this isn't the NBA, so I don't know how much these guys are going to care or if they're going to get frustrated. And so I don't – I just – I don't like it. (laughs) In 2008, the Redeem team. We had Kobe, you had Dwayne Wade, mm. you had LeBron James, mm. you had Chris Paul, you had Carmelo Anthony, mm. you had Dwight Howard. Ooh, these are prime. Don't forget, guys, this is like prime Chris Paul, prime Dwight Howard, prime Melo. This is Dwayne Wade coming off the injury when he like was am- like he he got healthy. He was amazing in that mm-hmm. Olympics. You have. The three leading scores in the NBA playing on this team. Yes. You you have the you have the league leader in rebounds, offensive and defensive. You have the league leader in assists, league leader in steals, league leader in blocks. You got the league leader in a lot of things. Joe, <laughs> that team that team was really close to losing to Spain in the gold medal. They game. were. They were. But they relied on the best player in the NBA, Kobe Bryant at the time, to close out the game and make it happen. It's great. It's great. Now you can move on. (laughs) You move on and you get to this Team USA. One of the things about the Redeem team, they had something to prove and they had a great time. And whatever we say about LeBron, LeBron is fun. Yes. He's a fun guy, right? And then you put LeBron and Kobe together. And they're messing around. And young Dwayne Wade, who's messing around. Dwight Howard, who's there. They're all having fun. You know what the latest video I've seen of Team USA was KD and Dame shooting threes. KD makes it, but Bam just takes the ball. He didn't realize, and he was dribbling, doing a dribble package. And KD was like, dude, where's my change, man? (laughs) And, And I know what you're thinking. I was like, that's playful. That's playful. No one was laughing. No one was laughing. Keldon Johnson comes over to break the tension and was like, you can have my ball. He's like, no, that's not, I don't want that ball. That's the ball that I, I had. <laughs> it got really serious. Wow. KD was like, oh, slighted. And then Bam was like, okay, then uh, 
Like, give me that ball, then I'll give you this one. And then they traded. And then Kelvin goes, hey, that's my ball. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, and then Katie doesn't say anything and shoots the shot. And then he tweets after to say, this mf was doing a dribble package when he should have been getting my rebound. And I was like, oh, no. Gosh. Why Why must he throw shade even to his own teammates? For uh, not getting change? <laughs> this isn't even a game. It's not even like a like an exhibition game. It's not even like no. a one-on-one drill. It's no. for change. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty dang bad. So, <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. Let's run through the other. Let's run through the other rosters, right? We got Australia. Australia got Patty Mills, Ingles, Aaron Baines, Exum, Deladova, Matisse. Mm. Nigeria has Akogi, Precious, Achua, Monte Morris. Spain, you got Pau, Mark Rubio, Willie, and Juancho Hernandez, Hernan Gomez, <laughs> Rudy Fernandez. Mm. France, you got Gobert, Batum, Fournier, Nidakila, and Timothy Luau Cabaret. Cabaret. <laughs> I never get those right. And Slovenia has Luca. Luca and the Lukites. Um You know, Joe, I, I gotta say, this team USA roster, it feels like endgame. But endgame before everyone comes back. Hmm. You got Cap, you got Iron Man, you got Thor. But you know what? They're gonna get overwhelmed by the creeps. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of creeps coming. Oh, shoot. What about, like, Greece? They're not in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, in our group or in the Olympics at all? In the Olympics. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, so there's not that much to be worried about then. Yeah, Jokic isn't there. So no Jokic, no Giannis. Yeah. Mm. So it's not all bad. So it's just Luka. Basically. <laughs> yeah. The only upper level player to be worried about is Luca. Mm-hmm. And France looks like they have a pretty good team, though. Yeah. A lot of NBA players, at least. Plus mm-hmm. Gobert, who is even better in international play, you have to imagine, since there's so much leeway with... Uh, the rim. I mean, because you could... Yeah, because you could take balls off the rim. Mm. So you, I mean, feel, look, you feel better? I After looking at the competition, I do feel a little bit better. You don't have to go up against Giannis. I've I've taken some emodium and I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> However, I don't know. This this team could just implode. I mean, because a lot of it isn't about talent per se. A lot of it is about coaching and togetherness and whether or not and, and this is like what the Olympics is, right? Th- this is what the spirit of the Olympics is. It is Putting your ego aside for the sake of your country, mm-hmm. you know, like that's what it is. And that's usually the spirit that conquers, mm-hmm. you know, when you think about the great moments like the, you know, 96 women's gymnastics team or like mm-hmm. you think about the uh, Beijing Olympics, the the men's swimming relay, you know, like those moments. It's like, oh, guys, they just they kind of just rise above because they're doing it for something greater. Right. Like they're they're doing it for their country or it's this spirit, even if, or maybe they're just doing it for them, you know, their teammates, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. 
that that video you just shared about Bam and Katie, it just doesn't sound like they like each other that much. And that is probably going to be pl- problematic. Like, can you imagine the end of Endgame? And, um, you know, it's like on your left, you know, and people start coming out of the people start coming out of the portals, you know, and everyone's coming. It's like this, you know, dramatic music or whatever. Yeah. And like Black Panther shows up, you know, and Falcon's there and Doctor Strange and stuff. Uh-huh. But they're just like. Oh, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> you know, like, they're not, like, happy to see each other. You know, they're just, like, and then they start doing their own thing. They just kind of go off on their own. There's no Avengers Assemble moment. It's just people fighting on their own, doing their own thing. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't seem good. It, it's like they, <laughs> like, if Bam got, like, came back in the circle after he got snapped back and then he sees Katie. He's Katie's like, Hey, where's my change? <laughs> it's like, I just got snapped back. I don't know. Black Panther comes back. He's like, Hey, uh, Hey, don't, Hey, don't forget. You owe me 20 bucks. <laughs> it's the first thing he says. <laughs> Not Ibombe. <laughs> He's like, wait, we can't do this until we figure this part out. It's been too long. <laughs> You can't just borrow things and not give it back, okay? Hey, that shield's from Wakanda. Give it back. <laughs> it's vibranium, right? Yeah, it's ours. Yeah. That's Team USA right now. That's, that's Team USA. I mean, I have hope that JaVale will bring this team together. And as crazy as that sounds, as crazy as that sounds, they but. need, yeah, they need some JaVale. They need some JaVale in there injecting his, like, it's tense. They say, where's my change? And JaVale just runs into the screen and dribbles off his leg and falls down. Cause, some Shackton moments. Because, look, all these guys, right, starting with KD, Zach Levine, Tatum, Middleton, Dame Dalla, those guys don't talk a lot. They don't. You know, they're not like huge in the locker room. Then you got Draymond. Draymond's a big voice, but he's the sorriest guy on this team. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, JaVale and Keldon, but like even like Devin Booker, maybe, you know, he he could be the voice of reason. He's just young, though. But he's I, young. It's hard. I mean, yeah, Tatum, Booker, you don't imagine they're going to be saying too much. No. Drew Holiday. Is just going to be talking about that steal the whole time. And then <laughs> Middleton doesn't really seem like a personality guy either. I mean, yeah, they they got no personalities. They're, they're playing France. And you see Gobert, he's like, hey, did you watch game five? <laughs> I got a steal. Did you see the steal? Yeah, it's pretty big. Pretty big moment. You know? See my steal? Yeah, pretty I'm big moment. Finals. Hey, what? This is in the finals. Okay. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's so Joe all day or cray cray. Is it a lock? All day or cray cray. It is a lock. Team USA is a lock to win the gold. I mean, obviously cray cray. <laughs> I mean, you can't go lock. Would I be shocked if they won the gold? No, I wouldn't be shocked. But if you're gonna ask me, it's a lock right now. A lock. This ain't no lock. I mean, this... The door is open. 
Yeah, the door's open. I mean, I'm not saying it's not open, but is it open a lot? (laughs) (laughs) I would say it's a person-sized opening. When when you walk past the store, are you like, oh, this place is open. I could go in. No, I'm passing by looking for the sign that says it's open because I'm not sure if it's open or if they closed and somebody just forgot to lock up. But you don't see the you don't see the deadbolt on the door. No, yeah, it's I don't see the deadbolt on the door. It's open, but it's not a lock. I just I'm just gonna put it that way. Okay. I mean, it's not a lock, guys. It's not a lock. Watch that Katie video. It's not good. Gosh, who could okay? Let me ask you, who could save this team? If there was one guy on this team, if you only had one guy that you could put on this team to save this team, who would it be? Clay Thompson. (laughs) (laughs) He's the guy. He's the guy. Truly. Oh shoot, we don't have time for this. (laughs) Truly, this is a sneak peek. We'll probably talk about it next week. But Clay is the greatest teammate, greatest confidence spectrum player of all time. Of the all goat. The, the goat. Oh my gosh. You guys are going to be Clay Thompson. Man. We will, he is we will the convince key. you. We will convince you. <laughs> he is the key to every NBA team. <laughs> That's the sneak peek. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the People's Pod. Subscribe, like, comment, share, rate. Give us five stars. We'll be back next week with more nonsense. This is SBR with Cliff and Joe. Peace. That was a great, great teaser to end, end the episode. <laughs> that was a good, good alley-oop. <laughs> Clay. Truly. He, he's the one. Clay Truly. is the one. It, it, the if not for him, I would say Steph. I'm kind of – you know what I was kind of thinking, though, is Kawhi. Because mm. this team is already too – serious <laughs> i feel like it's already too far gone to be saved by like a mm. a fun person so you got to just go with it and just put a leader on there who's gonna just encapsulate all of that seriousness and channel it into basketball it it could also have that reverse effect where he's so serious now that it makes you look and be like why am i so serious <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mirror mm-hmm. like oh geez is that what i'm like <laughs> I need to lo- I need to loosen up. Like I need to chill out. <laughs>